Welcome, everybody, to Locked On Blazers on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Seth Johnston, comedian, Blazers fan, Papa Murphy's apologist. <laughs> Papa Murphy's, when are you going to bring back that taco pizza? You know that's what we want. You, you put the refried beans on a pizza, you have no shame. And, you know, we just need something that makes no sense but feels good right now. Um, especially after this loss in Utah. The Blazers lose to the Jazz 112-103. Blazers fall to 4-4. Four and four. And I was looking forward to this game. Um, there was some good stuff going on. Noah Vonley, it was his first uh, minutes of the season. He's back. He played 12 minutes, had 5 points and 1 rebound. Uh, so his his season debut, he's finally back on uh, after healing up from his shoulder injury. Caleb Swanigan, he grew up in the Salt Lake area. Uh, Mike Richmond reported that uh, Caleb had given away something like 50 tickets to you know various friends and family in the area. So this, it, it kind of had a game that maybe this game was going to be fun. You know, even though the Blazers have struggled with their execution late, um, maybe this would be the game where they figure it out. Not so. I mean, the Blazers hung tough. That's one thing to to look for to op, for optimism. Is the Blazers? They didn't shoot well again, um, which we're kind of used to. You know, the Blazers shot forty percent in this game, twenty seven percent from three. But when you consider that they got that game to overtime on the road, um, maybe there's something good in there. Uh, they were and they were tied at half, and the Blazers they they had the ball, they had the ball. Up six with three minutes left. And then we saw the Utah Jazz take their defense to another level. Um, you know, Dame got a, uh, a critical floater down the stretch that Gobert blocked. Uh, and the Blazers made a lot of bad plays themselves, bad passes. Some of it is just not making shots, but some of it was bad passes. Guys, you know, the pass a step be, uh, a little behind the, the cutter, things like that. Um so just another rough one. And another, it's a, it's curious that the Blazers, you know, we didn't expect them to struggle like this on offense uh, this season, but here we are, um, you know, four and four. Uh, some other things that were rough to take here were, uh, you know, Ricky Rubio, 28 points. Uh, and he has, so far this season, he has shot the ball extremely well. He's, a, he's shooting above 35% from three, which for Ricky Rubio, who's, basically the worst shooting starting point guard in the modern era, um, starting point guard. Uh, if he can suddenly shoot now that he's in Utah for whatever reason, uh, that's a whole new Ricky Rubio. Uh, and the Jazz are going to be thrilled with that. And the Jazz rookie, Donovan Mitchell, career high 28 points. So again, we go back to this idea of are the Blazers really better at defense? They just got lit up. Ricky Rubio and Donovan Mitchell gave them 28 points a piece uh, to the Blazers guards. So that it, that is not a great sign. Um, Al Farouk Amino turned his ankle, didn't play in overtime. Uh, Nurkic took a knee to the groin from Thabo Stefalosha. He stayed in, but that wasn't good. That was That's always a bummer to see. Uh, but there was good stuff. Like, so hanging tough was good. Uh, Damian Lillard actually had a great game. Um, you know, 33 points. 10 rebounds, 8 assists, and he shot 12 for 27. Uh, a good game for Dame. And this was a great game for Nurkic as well. He didn't look... Okay, it wasn't a end-to-end good game. He missed, still missed some easy shots, still looked like he was hesitating at times or overthinking. But he finished with 19 points, 
shooting nine of 18 from the field and 11 rebounds and three blocks. So um, some glimmers of hope perhaps uh, in this game. Um, but otherwise it's, it was kind of, you know, another bummer and it's, you got to wonder when, when is this pattern of Blazers not executing on offense? Uh, when does that become something to really get scared about? There are eight games into the season. Uh, I think you have to give it a few more games um, for them to just fully integrate and figure it out. And the good news schedule wise is that the Blazers are back at home. So they have this incredible home home loaded upfront schedule. They're back at home for six games in a row now. Uh, the bad news is, of course, uh, the Lakers uh, on a back-to-back at home. And the Lakers are not as bad as I think they were predicted to be. They're 3-4. and four. Um, Of course, Lonzo Ball is here. I wonder if LeVar will be in town. LeVar will be in town, right? Does he just travel with the team and, <laughs> and just invite people to attack his son <laughs> everywhere he goes? Uh, but the Lakers team, is they are fun. Uh, Kyle Kuzma... You know, the rookie out of Utah. For some reason, I'm liking all these Utah guys that make the NBA right now. I like uh, Jakob Pertle, uh, DeLon Wright, and Kyle Kuzma. Um, So the Lakers game will not be uh, as easy as maybe we would have thought it would be, you know, uh, a few weeks ago. Um, And I really hope, though, that, that at least the Blazers jerseys and the Moda Center outnumber the Lakers jerseys. It's always a huge bummer for me to go to games. <laughs> Whenever it's the Lakers, the Warriors, you kind of you kind of get it because you know we're close. The Portland is sort of close to the Bay Area, and the Warriors have a ton of bandwagon fans. You know they're a great team. That, that's nothing against them. Great teams always have a lot of that. But um, so you get that because they're like this record-setting team. But you know I've been to Blazers games against the Lakers where it's kind of just a mediocre Bla- uh, Lakers team. And it, ugh, it's just, oh, the Kobe jerseys. Oh, oh, the horror. The things, the things I've seen. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Hey, let's do a live read. It is Wednesday, fantasy basketball fans. Listen up. If you love fantasy basketball, then you need to try my new app, Draft. It's the daily fantasy basketball, uh, but not like the other guys. Uh, on draft, you play real live snake drafts, uh, my favorite kind of drafts, with other people just like in your season-long league. Here's how it works. It's a draft that lasts for just one night, and there's no management. Hate management. This is like socialist uh, style, you know, where everybody's, you're your own, you're your own manager. Uh, just set it and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of the last-minute injuries for you? Are you kidding me? It won't even kill you when, you know, someone turns an ankle? Draft starts every couple minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part? Play for cold, hard cash. Draft starts from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. Yeah, you could play even if you have $1, and you can turn that $1 into anything, although that is just me, Seth Johnston, saying that. There's no guarantees of this from draft, obviously. So no salary caps. Let's get back to the script here. Play in a real-life snake draft, uh, just like you play for your friends in your season-long league. Did I read that twice? 
I don't know. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. The app is really cool. I have it. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes or play right from your computer on Draft.com. Whatever you want. You know, it's up to you. It's your world. It's all about individual freedom and rights. You know, that's what this is based on here. This whole thing. This whole Draft country universe. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit but you have to this is this is key you have to you must please for the love of god use my promo code lo blazers that's right play a real money game for free just using my promo code the letter l the letter o the word blazers it's all squished together on your first deposit on draft. How was that for a live read, huh? Not too shabby. Not too shab. All right, I just tucked that away in the drawer. Sorry if that was loud. In league-wide news, you know, I've, I'm sure you've noticed that all the Blazers or all the NBA teams now are are wearing these warm-up hoodies on the bench. I got, they look pretty cool. They look pretty great, which is part of the problem because I feel like these warm-up hoodies, I'd like to buy one, but I feel like these were not made with office bods in mind. I got, I got an office bod. I'm a 33-year-old man that works in an office. You know, I look how I look. And these form-fitting hoodies, ugh, they just got to go away. It, it It's against the whole, the whole concept of a hoodie is that it's kind of loose it's it's comfortable. You don't gotta you don't gotta worry about sucking in when you got a hoodie on. You know, in my day, that's what a hoodie stood for. But these these tight these tight hoodies, man, killing me, killing me. Um, in other positive news, I should have mentioned that the Blazers did score over a hundred points tonight, which means that everybody gets a free sausage McGriddle if you have the McDonald's app that is activated. I've uh, I'm not sure who has the McDonald's app. I don't. I'm not sure why you would need that. But maybe the jokes. Maybe I'm the jokes on me because if I had one, I could be going to get a free uh, sausage McGriddle right now. So you know, and some good news. Good news breaking now from Mike Richmond, the Oregonian. The Blazers say X-rays on Alfarico Mino's right ankle and left wrist were negative. So that's good news. However, you got to think that. You know, if it's in any any pain, um, considering the Blazers play tomorrow, um, it doesn't seem likely that uh, Aminu would play in that game. Uh, so, but great news that nothing's nothing's broken. And in more Blazer <laughs> Blazers getting beat up news, uh, friend of the pod, uh, fellow lobster Casey Holdall Chold of the Blazers uh, just tweeted out that. Nurkic got hit in the throat tonight, uh, which apparently made it hard for him to call out screens on offense. So he must have got hit pretty hard in the throat. This is just a rough, this is a rough game, um, a real dog fight, I guess, as as people call these things. Um, so the Blazers just let's just get home. Everybody, come home. Forget about Utah. Forget about the Jazz. Forget about the road. Come back home for six games. Uh, it sucks that you got to play again tomorrow night, obviously, but the Lakers, um, you know, there's no Gobert in there. 
There's no Thalos, Stephalosha. There's no suddenly good at shooting Ricky Rubio to deal with. So uh, maybe some more home cooking is just what the Blazers need. And we'll see if they can get it together. Um, who knows? Uh, things have been a lot rougher than than I anticipated. Uh, and considering that the schedule hasn't been so hard. This is kind of depressing. It's too it's too early in the season to t- to get down like this. Let's go around the NBA, uh, see what else is going on in this league. Other teams got problems. The Charlotte Hornets beat the Bucks. The Mighty Bucks. Uh, Giannis had an off night, but the Hornets they might actually be a real thing this year. Kemba Walker is playing out of his mind. You know, he made an All Star team last year, and people kind of regarded it as like, oh, good for you, Kemba. You know, nice little story. Kemba getting an All Star game, but. He's playing even better this year, and Dwight Howard is resurgent. He's back to putting up his big points and rebounds numbers. Uh, if Dwight's back, Kemba's playing at an all-star level. And don't forget Nicholas Batum, our old friend Nicholas Batum, is is not playing. He's still injured. So uh, maybe the Hornets will will be something to, to watch in the East. Um, and I'm not sure what's – especially because if the Cavaliers – I know – I don't want to be another person to count the Cavaliers out when they're just kind of, you know, still in their coasting. You know, they know they have time to figure this out. But the Cavaliers lost again tonight. They're three and five on the season, two and three at home. So see, you think the Blazers have problems? The Cavaliers are three and five, and LeBron James is on their team. Uh, they got pummeled by the Pacers tonight, one twenty-four to one oh seven. Oh man, incredible! And the Pacers still without you know, their franchise player, Miles Turner. Uh, and they've been doing this thing that we saw against the Blazers. They put Sabonis as a center, and he's too small, or he would have been normally. But as a as an undersized, quick, physical center, he's absolutely killing it. He had 15 points, 12 rebounds, and 6 assists tonight. Uh, and Victor Oladipo, of course, uh, has been shredding it up. He's he feel he seems like he's found his home. Maybe I don't know if it's just back to the state of Indiana where he played college ball. But after he bounced around the league, you know, he came in. A lot of people were high on him when he was drafted. He kind of bounced around, um, and maybe maybe Indiana Indiana in Indianapolis is the the home he needed. And maybe the Pacers are are a real thing. Who knows? Um, the Seventy Sixers beat the Hawks, who are just uh, tanking as much as they possibly can. Uh, could you name three players on the Atlanta Hawks? Could you name two players on the Atlanta Hawks? I think, honestly, uh, I could name two. I could name Dennis Schroeder, and I could name um, former Blazer Luke Babbitt, who I believe is still on their team. Uh, the they're tanking hard. They're they're doing a good job. If you lose to the if you're trying to tank and you lose to the Philadelphia 76ers, you're doing a good job. Um, and Ben Simmons had another incredible game: 19 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists, and Joel Embiid, 21, 12, six, three steals, three blocks. Incredible. Those two, I mean, they they got something special there. Can they? Are they both eligible for Rookie of the Year? Is Embiid? Did he play enough games? I think he played enough games last season where he isn't eligible this season, um, but he didn't play enough to actually get serious consideration next year. I think that's how it works, but I, I don't know. I don't know about these things. Um, the, the Phoenix Suns 
course, uh, beat the Washington Wizards 122-116. The Suns led, you know, ever since they started Grant High School's own Mike James have just been beating teams. Mike James, obviously, is such a cool story coming out of Grant High School, uh, not really recruited into colleges. I saw Mike James play in the International Basketball League, if you remember what that what that was. Uh, I saw him play at a place, at a racquetball club, I believe, played one of their games. Um, <laughs> I mean, and that was not that long ago. And especially, at, you know, playing point guard, probably the hardest position to make it into the NBA, as starting off from such a such an outsider place, you know, not in the NBA pipeline at all. Um, so just work his way back through, you know, come Europe and he had those good summer league appearances with the Suns. But you think, yeah, a lot of guys have those summer league stories. And then I get my hopes up and I never hear from him again. Mike James, NBA starter. That's a great note. If Mike James can achieve his dreams, then, you know, all of us still can't achieve our dreams, but it's cool that he did. So let's end on that positive note. Thank you, lobsters. Stay tuned. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks.